welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thank you for joining me for a new video. Today, I wanna do an Etsy shop review for somebody that's a member of my print-on-demand Facebook group, which you can join for free using the link below. So they were asking for help on how they can get more sales and the brilliant idea came to me, hey, why don't we do an Etsy shop review on camera so that everybody can benefit from it. So hopefully I'll be sharing some valuable information and I'm gonna go jump on my computer and we can get started. All right guys, thank you so much for joining me. Real quick before we get started, let me introduce myself for the new viewers. My name is Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $1.7 million on Amazon to date. If you would like to follow the links in the description, I have a free eight day mini course that gets delivered via email one lesson a day if you'd like to sign up. I also have a print on demand Facebook community, lots of active discussion growing quite quickly. I'd love to have you there. Also, if you didn't know, I publish income reports on the first or second day of each month. If you would like to follow along with my progress or go back in time and look at what it was like when I started this journey. You can do that. All you have to do is subscribe to my channel. Last but not least, I'm just letting you know I wrote a full print-on-demand course, almost 70 lectures. I'm constantly expanding it, making it as valuable as possible. If you'd like to check that out, there's a link in the description. It'll help you sell on Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Redbubble, TeePublic, Teespring, Zazzle, Spreadshirt, etc. Lots of different places. All right, let's dive into the Etsy shop review. Now, this Maybe a recurring theme if you guys like it, if it's well-received, we'll see. Uh, but this all started by somebody asking for help just increasing their sales on my print-on-demand Facebook group, like I mentioned earlier. I asked them, hey, can you share your shop? You know, there's really not much help I can give without seeing the shop. And then I thought to myself, you know what? Well, by the way, let me just mention this real quick. This isn't the first time I've done this. It's the first time I've done this on camera, but I do do one-on-one consultations. There's a link in the description also if you'd like to take me up on that offer. Um, But, you know, they were always private. In this case, we're doing it publicly. She agreed. So, uh, yeah, I hope you guys like it. So this is her shop. It's called My Likeable Stuff. And uh, I didn't actually check to see if the website exists, but I love the idea of driving traffic from Etsy to your external website. Yes, and it looks like she does have a website here set up as well what do you think is it shopify let's see yep shopify store set up it looks like drop shipping maybe some makeup so maybe this etsy shop is like complimentary print on demand stuff to the shopify drop shipping store anyways i didn't even plan that i just noticed it for the first time right now and I, i already like that i already like that you're um taking traffic from etsy trying to go you know, either increase sales by driving it to Shopify or maybe, you know, the first thing that happened, I, I did it off screen, but the first thing that happened when I got to the Shopify store was a pop-up showed up asking if I wanted a discount, asking me for my email address. That is a good thing. You want to capture email addresses. All right. So if I go to the shop page, the first three things that stand out to me that I like are there's a banner set up, a customized banner. There is a logo set up. And they have their shop owner information with a profile picture. So all of those things fit the, you know, Etsy look and feel. You know, when you think of Etsy, don't you still think of kind of handmade um, mom and pop shop, even though it's, you know, pretty far from the truth ever since they started letting uh, print on demand sellers and drop shippers on the platform. But they still like to, you know, for their customer base, give that look and feel off. So it definitely helps to set up those things to... um, just kind of 
fit into the Etsy ecosystem and how they want it portrayed. Now, one thing I'll mention, actually, I, I forgot to make a slide for this. Just one thing I want to mention real quick is that the banner on top, it's the thin banner. You get options as to, uh, let me see if I still have this open. You get options as to what size banner you want to add. Let me pull this over from my side monitor real quick. It's just a screenshot, but you see this here, how it says big banner, mini banner, none. It looks like you use the mini banner and most shops use the big banner. So you may want to consider um, just switching it to the bigger banner. Um, you get more real estate to do things like advertise your shop, your brand and your website. Uh, I just wanted to say that before I forgot. All right, next thing. You have no reviews. Now, I get it. If you start a new shop, you're not going to have any reviews. But here's the thing. There's two ways to go about this, right? You can just wait to get a review. Or you can have a friend or family buy your product and leave you a five-star review. Now, on Etsy, of all platforms, it is especially important to get that first review because your reviews are not just visible on your products the way that they are on Amazon. They're visible on every single product. So if you get a pro if you have 100 products listed for sale and you have zero reviews, then one product gets a review. Now 100 products have that one review displayed. So it's huge on Etsy. Plus they're, they're visible not only on your shop, which I am showing here, but they're visible in search results. So that first review is extremely important, all right? So definitely uh, reach out to friends, family, whoever. You know, reach out to the Facebook group. Maybe we can get like a, a thread going and see if we can just review each other's stuff. But another little tip or trick here is that you can just make a listing on Etsy selling a digital download, you know, selling a you know PNG file that you made. And that way you can have somebody buy it from you for like 99 cents instead of having them pay, you know, 20 bucks for a t-shirt. So that's just a thought. And just for comparison, like here's a more established Etsy shop. So you go from, you know, one sale and no star reviews visible to 17,815 sales and five stars average review. So clearly there's a big difference between the two. I know you're just starting, um, but you know, I'm going to do some comparisons to more established shops as we go throughout this, just to show kind of like where you may be starting off and where you want to be. So reviews definitely get that first review, whatever it takes. Uh, even messaging, I saw you had a sale, you know, on Etsy, you can message every customer and say like, Hey, just wanted to let you know, shipped out your product. You know what I used to do this. I made this video a long time ago. So let me just go back in time real quick and share this with you. Uh, I used to just message customers and say like, Hey, I shipped your product out with expedited shipping because back before Printful changed their shipping, you know, it's a little bit tougher now, especially with, you know, the pandemic shipping's a little bit slower. So maybe this isn't a great tip right now, but you know, consider making your own version of it. But I would message customers and say, hey, I shipped your product out and I upgraded it to expedited shipping for free. Because in Printful, oftentimes, like, you could upgrade to expedited shipping, like, one to two day for minor, or maybe it was, like, three to four day. I don't remember. It's been a while. Um, but it was, like, a minor cost increase. Not, not every time, but a lot of times. So I would do that, and it led to a lot more reviews. All right, also accolades. This is something that they show up in the middle of your shop page. Now, I noticed it wasn't there on mobile, but on desktop where there's a big gap between, um, right there, you see how there's like a gap between where it says my likable stuff, July 20 starts to sale, favorite shop, etc. on the left side, and then the right side here above me, there's that gap in the middle. Well, if you have accolades, they will r display them, render them, in between. So they might include things like top shop for gifts. Buyers bought gifts from this shop and gave them five-star reviews. 
By the way, I sold a lot of gifts on Etsy. Uh, a lot of times people were buying them for other people I noticed. So that's just one. I mean, I don't know if that's like across the board. At least with Etsy, I had more insights than if it was like through Amazon merch where I don't get to see anything. I also see uh, on some more established shops, buyers are raving. This shop got multiple five-star reviews in the past seven days. So these, I don't know if there's like a way of, if, I don't know if there's anything you can do to get these other than just, you know, keep improving your shop, keep improving your presence on Etsy. Just do everything you can, everything that I'm going to share with you in this video. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll get some some accolades like this on your shop because it definitely doesn't hurt. All right, announcements. This is also displayed at the top of your shop. I noticed that yours says open for business because your shop was opened recently. However, that's not really telling customers much. So there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not trying to be critical. I'm just trying to give constructive criticism. I looked at how some other shops were using their announcements. Some big shops don't use them. Others, like this one, it says, thank you, tour visiting Vela Love. So it looks like they have a typo. <laughs> but if you actually click read more, they do things like they talk about their processing time. They say, we're a team of happy people dedicated to handcrafting. Uh, they give the return and exchange policy and conditions for return. So you can use the announcements also to communicate to customers important stuff like that if you choose. All right, down the left-hand side, you can add sections. Now, by default, you have one section. It says all. Then if you run a sale to anything, you'll have a second section that says on sale. But you have the opportunity to add increased uh, other sections. So I looked at a different shop, and these are some of the sections they had. Notice they have a section for wedding slash couple gifts. So maybe someone has a wedding coming up or they want to buy a gift for a friend that has a wedding. Well, they might come to your shop and click that. And now they're not seeing the other stuff. So it serves a purpose. Um, maybe the people that got married, maybe they're going on their honeymoon and they click the vacation and traveler section because they were happy with the products they ordered for their wedding and they're repeat customers. That'd be great. Um, and you know that you can message people on Etsy, by the way, you can create your own promo code. If somebody's buying wedding stuff from you, maybe you message them and say, Hey, congrats on the wedding. Like here's a promo code for 10% off. If you want to come back and check out my travel section, you can do that. Like you get an email every time you get a sale on Etsy. So for me, it's like, I just have a side monitor over here. If I see an email from an Etsy sale, which this is when I was on Etsy, I'm not on Etsy anymore, but when I was, um, yeah, like I just respond. If I see a sale of a certain product type, I might do something like that. Also, uh, your sale is only applied to 23 of 30 products and, you know, just make sure that you add the, so in order to add products to a sale, you have to keep coming back to the sales place in your Etsy shop. It's under, I think promotions and you have to like click the little check boxes for each new product, but it's just something as a rule of thumb, you know, it, it makes sense if you're advertising that there's a 15% off sale to just have every product with the sale applied. Also just real quick, this is more of an advanced Etsy strategy that I cover in depth in my course, but on the topic of sales and sections, if you classify your products strategically into sections that associate them together by their base cost, meaning what we pay Printful or Printify or Guten or whoever for producing that product, then you can strategically run sales of varying discounts and you can offset the price of the products buy however much you need to, to run the sale. So you can, you can, what I'm essentially saying is like, you can run a 10% off sale and not actually offer 10% off, you know, or 20% off and not actually offer 20%. Cause you just keep offsetting the base cost of the products for the sale amount. Now here's the thing before anybody gets mad. So someone did comment in the comments last time I suggested this, like we are just reverse engineering our end goal. If our end goal is to sell more, well, guess what? If you run a sale, that creates perceived value in your customer's mind and you will convert higher. 
So you can charge $19.99 for a t-shirt and not run a sale and get less conversions, or you can charge $19.99, run a sale, get higher conversions. Whichever side you fall on, you do you. I'm not going to worry about it. All right. So again, 23 out of 30 products in the sale. We mentioned we want to add 30 out of 30. Now, featured items. This is what is featured at the top of your Etsy shop. Um, There's nothing wrong with this. Uh, On the subject of thumbnails, I guess, I don't want to talk about thumbnails yet, but I will say that like white white products, like white t-shirts on a white background, on a white Etsy shop background, it all just kind of gets lost. And if we compare this to uh, this other shop, Rocco Clothing, you'll see that their featured items, they decided to do two really big uh, sections instead of specific products. And in doing so, for one, it really pops more. Now, you may think that I'm just zoomed in on this uh, this presentation, but I'm not zoomed in. Both of these screenshots were taken at the same resolution. There's no zooming here. So I like the bigger, bolder, hey, go check out this section more than, you know, this. Because also another thing to touch on is once we go to the next section... Right beneath the featured is all items. So I personally, this is just my personal opinion, but I like that this is different. You know, it's two big squares right before you see a bunch of smaller squares. So it's a little bit of differentiation, right? Instead of just going, you know, four across, right into four across, right into four more across, right? At least you get to break it up a bit by doing the big sections as you're featured. Now, the all items section of your shop is where just all of your uploads are going to be lumped together. And there's nothing like wrong with what I see here, but there's definitely some improvements that I think can be made. Now, real quick, if we just compare this to a more established shop, one thing worth noting is that on Amazon, your primary thumbnail has to have the white background. It's the rules. On Etsy, it's not the rules. So look at how they took advantage on this shop. They're probably using Placeit, which if you're interested, if you've never heard of it, um, there's a link in the description if you'd like to check it out. But they help you make these mock-ups for your primary thumbnails. Now, I like that they've kind of used a consistent approach in how their thumbnails appear on uh, this shop. So you may want to consider doing something similar to that with your shop as well. You know, even even with the like lighter colored shirts or the darker colored shirts, the presentation is relatively consistent here. Also, I used to do my thumbnails just by hand. I mean, not by hand, but I didn't use a service. I just did them in Photoshop. I had a little template that I did that I that I used. Now, this template that you see behind me, uh, this took me like one minute to put together. I literally just grabbed a picture of some wood. I magic wanded the background off of a T-shirt and I put it over the wood. I added a drop shadow and then. You know, this is what I used to do with my Etsy shop. I used to also like watermark the logo for my shop in one of the corners. And then you could also like run little promos in the text of the thumbnail. So sometimes here at the bottom, like I would run something like made in the USA. You know, if I'm selling one of those printful hats that's made in the USA, I always made sure to say that because a lot of people are happy to buy stuff for a little bit more if they're made in the USA. And as you can imagine, it costs more (laughs) if it's made in the USA. That's why we send manufacturing overseas. Just saying. As an FBA seller, I'm just saying. Um, but all I did is I copy-pasted your logo, put it in the top right corner, and uh, just made a quick, you know, I don't even really like the way it looks, but I was just th- floating it as an idea if you wanted to make your own thumbnails instead of checking out, like, place it. But um, also, the one thing I wanted to mention, too, is that look at your designs. Again, this is not zoomed, all right? There's no zooming difference between these two uh, screenshots. Your designs are great, but here's the thing. They're hard to read. 
unless I click the listing and go to the actual product uh, detail page, like the actual product page, people are buying the design more than the t-shirt. Most people anyways, like 99 point something percent of people are buying the design before they're worried about like what t-shirt it's printed on. So you really want to make sure that the design itself is featured. Now, speaking of designs, any of you guys that watch this far in that aren't subscribed, I'm going to show you how to recreate this design right here sometime this week, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after. Um, but I'm going to do a design tutorial showing you how to make this design. So if you're interested, hit that subscribe button so you can be alerted when I drop it. But notice how in my thumbnail that I created, I made the design really big because, again, that's what people are buying. Um, you can even go as far as this. Like I even just zoomed in on the shirt and you know, the design then occupies an even larger portion of the product. But this is one thing to me that all of you guys watching this, thank you for watching. First of all, I think this will have the biggest direct impact on you increasing your sales in the immediate future. Other than, other than niche, niche targeting, <laughs> other than not just targeting like some random niche where you have no chance of making it to page one. Because if you do that, yeah, you're never going to get visibility in the first place. But assuming your niche targeting is good and people actually see your product in search results, assist the potential customer in clicking yours and not somebody else's by featuring the design, right? Make it big. There's also some other stuff we can do, including running a sale. So notice the shop that I keep referencing, um, they run a sale all the time. You'll notice that they have arrived at 20% off. And also, man, look at that, $12.70. How are they making any money selling at that price point? Stay tuned, I will explain. But just a quick comparison here, running a sale versus not running a sale. So let's say you and these guys are selling the same shirt. Even if your designs are the exact same and you use the same mock-up generator, they're gonna get clicked because, well, number one, their pricing strategy, and number two, the fact that they've got a sale. They're creating that perceived value 20% off. All right, and then also free shipping. Um, I didn't do much free shipping on my shop on Etsy. I always just did the sale strategy. And um, I know they say free shipping increases conversion rate. I, For me, my feelings towards it was always, like I experimented with it, but I didn't see enough of a difference doing free shipping plus the sale. So I just ended up doing just the sale. And, um, you know, that worked for me. But, I mean, you can always, you guys can always run your own experiments. Etsy makes it pretty easy, um, easier than most platforms. Uh, to your credit, though, this one product right here you did have the sale running and i know you had a sale running on 23 of 30 but i guess it was your new listings that didn't have that weren't including in the sale which coincidentally were the top featured items on your shop because i guess of the um, order that they were or how recently they were added so that's why it's important to just remember to go to your your sale and include them in it all right, and then I went into the listings, and I'm not gonna do like, guys, I don't want this video to go on forever. I do have a full course that breaks down um, you know, everything you need to know about Etsy, including really advanced seller strategies, like what I'm gonna show you in a couple slides, but you know, check that out if you're interested. But listing optimization, your keywords are good, but they're not great. So I noticed you used the words that are on the shirt as your primary keywords. But then you said like unisex, heavy, short sleeve, cotton tee. And um, just like, just so you know, like most people, you're not going to, no one's going to search the word. It's very unlikely. Sorry. I don't want to say nobody. I always choose my words carefully. It's unlikely that someone's going to search hustle like there ain't no tomorrow unisex shirt. Like someone's always got one or the other in mind most likely. 
or maybe they'll say couples shirts, you know, and they'll buy one and two, you know, where sometimes they bundle shirts together for a couple. But, you know, adding the word unisex, I don't know that it really adds any value. And heavy short sleeve cotton tee, I mean, that's okay to add two, but if anything, you probably want to lump together heavy cotton tee. Just saying, like, that helps with a lot of algorithms. But what I was really trying to say in summary is, like, use more relevant keywords in your title. The title is important, and that helps you get indexed um, on more search terms on Etsy, which, again, you're not going to get sales if nobody sees your product. Part of seeing your product, use good keywords so that the Etsy algorithm puts you in search results when people search for relevant keywords. So as you can see here, a couple different designs um, with lots of relevant keywords included in the title. So... Definitely use more relevant keywords in your title that will assist you in gaining visibility. All right, and then I said I would touch on the pricing strategy. This is another one of these more advanced pricing strategies as far as Etsy goes. But they, (laughs) I think they have like a youth option and it's like the youth extra small or something that's $12.70 or whatever it worked out to be that they were displaying in search results. You can also do the same thing on eBay. Um, anybody that, you know, when I, when I talked about like running the sale and, you know, like charging 1999 without a sale and then charging 1999 with a sale, if you're going to like get upset about any of these like recommendations I make, like it should be this one, you know, and I'm not even recommending that you necessarily do this, but this is to me a truly shady practice, even though there's at the end of the day, nothing wrong with it. These people are making money, you know, someone still clicked the listing and checked out. So, you know, if it works, it works. If, if, Creating a youth size extra small for 1270, which will then show in search results, even though most people are going to end up purchasing a, you know, size medium or large or extra large in adult sizes that cost 1950, you know, there's no harm done. You still got the click. You still got the sale. That's what counts at the end of the day. All right. And then also last thing, we're almost done, but you're using the $35 free shipping guarantee, which, you know, doesn't hurt to do. So that's a good thing. And I just wanted to show again, coming back to reviews, when you have reviews, if you scroll down beneath your product on your product listing pages, meaning you've already been clicked from search results, now you're on the listing, all your shop reviews get displayed when you have them. When you don't have them, unfortunately, it looks like this. So it's not ideal, right? If you had to choose between this, which is social proof, and this, which is not, you know, you definitely want this, the reviews, (laughs) And then when you have reviews, it just moves that description over here to the sidebar and most of it isn't even visible, which shows you what Etsy thinks about descriptions, that they're not that valuable. Otherwise, they would be more prominently featured somewhere. Instead, they're over here on the sidebar. You can barely see it. So that's important just to to share. Final thoughts, ways that you can increase your sales since you're a relatively new shop and you need to do something to differentiate yourself. Now, for those of you that thought I was just going to say, oh, just run ads. No, that's a cop-out. I'm not just going to tell you to run ads, especially on Etsy where I, I don't like what they've done to Etsy ads. My thoughts were, hey, check out personalization. Enabling personalization on a listing is not hard. It's like you click a little um, switch and it turns from off to on. And then you provide like minor guidance, like say something like, hey, provide what you, you know, say something like, feel free to message me with questions. You know, And you can just either let them type in their personalization request or message you. But hey, then you're making yourself more accessible to potential customers. And honestly, personalization, it's as hard as you make it. I don't know how good of a, like how experienced you are as a graphic designer, but um, anything that I offered personalization on, I typically just saved as a template, like a Photoshop template, since that's where I do my design. 
But even like normal shirts, like if you have no reviews and you really need that review, something like this that'll differentiate yourself um, can't hurt. And if people want a slightly custom design, go ahead and just offer it. Um, real quick, one last final thought, like just a quick story. And I've mentioned this on my YouTube channel a, a year ago, probably, which feels like forever ago, given how 2020 has gone. But man, I had this one customer on Etsy. I think they bought like four, they bought from me four separate times and they were super annoying because they had a weird shipping address and I had to like reship stuff to them multiple times. And here's the thing though. I love them to death because one of the products they had me create for them, I didn't just like send it directly to them. I listed it for sale on Etsy and then sent them the link to the listing in doing this. And it was, it was a design that they wanted that I would have never thought of. This design ended up making me like hundreds of dollars in profit. So the fact that they wanted it was indicative of maybe nobody else was selling it on the internet, at least that they could find. And then all of a sudden I'm the only one selling it. And apparently there was demand there that I would have never known. So in summary, like if someone wants something custom, that's a completely different design than what you're selling, you may want to just list it on Etsy and see what happens. Because I mean, I'm not making that story up. Uh, I did a YouTube video about it like a year ago, probably. But I mean, I made hundreds of dollars of profit. It was a great product for me at the end of the day. It was just a t-shirt design. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate it. If you like this video, just let the YouTube algorithm know, hit that like button. And if you're not subscribed, do me a favor, hit that big red subscribe button, and I will see you at the next video.